Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Welcome to Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Go. I did it. I'm free. Go. How did you get out of the closet? I'm free in my closet cage. I'm out. I'm going to see the sunlight. going to feel the rain on my skin. Jesse, trank him. You're Jesse. Jordan, oh, God, it's all falling apart. Uh, you probably caught up on our goof that we're not really Jordan and Jesse or Go, the the child slave that they keep in the basement. That part is real. Real. Though, but we're not real. them. Yeah. We're at Justin McElroy. And that's my name. I guess you guys should say your names. They can get confusing. But you otherwise. have to say you have to say a nickname. You have to say Justin McElroy and then oh, like yeah. a clever, funny nickname. You got something in the holster? What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. You want me to do mine? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you start. Okay, but- I'm Travis McElroy, Metropolitan Cowboy. That's pretty good. I'm Justin McElroy, the kid. No, that's, no? that's Wait, not very okay. good. Justin... You've been on the show before. What was your name the last time you were on the show? I don't know. I don't Shit. remember. I think I was Justin Hoops McElroy. Justin Hoops McElroy is pretty good. Okay. I'm Griffin McElroy, your little sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just pulled that one from the hip. That was not pre-pro. So this is, uh, we're not the usual guys. Um, they are, I don't know, too busy, I guess. But they asked us to sit in because it's a special Max Fun wide uh, crisis on infant mirths. <laughs> As I call it. I like yeah. That. Thanks. Uh, we're, we're all switching shows. Somebody, I hope, is doing our show. Um, if you tune over to my brother, my brother, and me right now, it might be just 60 minutes of dead air. It's actually it's Steve Gutenberg and two wild dogs. <laughs> and it's going to be the best a- episode we've ever done. <laughs> it's Steve Gutenberg, and he's fighting two wild dogs in the street, and a child is recording it on a GoPro. <laughs> and they're just going to cut the audio out of that video and release it, and that's going to be the episode of my brother, my brother, and me this week. I would listen to the hell out of that. They're going to yeah. talk about it on Wired. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to be super good. Super duper good. Uh, so th- anyway, we're not the usual guys. We're going to try to do our best. We uh, are. Uh, we enjoy the Jordan Jesse Go program. It was. It was the. It was the thing that got us started. It was like yeah, one of the first podcasts yeah, yeah. we listened to. Jesse doesn't believe us when we tell him that, but it's. It is true. Um, I think my he brother, just doesn't want to believe a it. Spinoff of Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, basically, basically yeah. we're the two two seven of Jordan Jesse Go. We're the family matters that? of Jordan Jesse Go. That's a better one. Trav. We're the step by step of their family matters. Okay. Wait, it's was a, Step by Step a spinoff of Family Matters? Yeah, we're ouroboros now, I think. The snake is eating itself. Is Ouroboros like a Spanish term for not funny? <laughs> um, no, this is different. We don't have to make jokes on Jordan Jesse Go. We just have whimsical conversation. Uh, a freewheeling cool. conversation, I believe. Tight, we can just coast it. Guys, we got a hell of a show for you. You got some memento occasions. That's what I call them. <laughs> when people watch memento and really liked it. We got some jopes, which are like jokes, but they, we put our own spin on them. We got a very fun, uh, flirty special guest. Uh, who Can we walk him into the program He's now? very or? hot this week. Well, we're only at 4.38. You said we had to go for five minutes, so can we have 20 seconds of dead air? Or? We can we have 20 seconds of uh, me and you explaining how Justin and I are basically uh, sitting in each other's laps, sharing a pair of earbuds, recording this from the heart of our nation, Washington, D.C. Uh, it was cool. We kicked it with the Pope. He was like, good job. And we were like, hey, right back at you. You've done some great work out there. Anyway, our guest this week. That was exactly five minutes. Congratulations. Thank you. Our guest this week is the the wonderful, the talented, the brilliant. 
He didn't. Uh, he didn't get. The, he did not pull down the MacArthur this year, but I think he was probably second runner up. Uh, it's Chuck Bryant. Hello, fellas. Hi, Hi Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> if you uh, don't know Chuck, you should. You're an idiot. He's he has a podcast called Stuff You Should Know, and he's it's a Chuck. On. You should know. Chuck, oh he's a Chuck. You should know. His TV show is the same name. How Chuck works. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck some. How Chuck works. <laughs> you don't know that. How stuff Chucks. That's another uh-huh. one. Chuck 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 is another one that uh, that yeah. one actually didn't do so on the great. DeChuckery Network. Let's yeah, just do sure. this for an hour. Yeah, yeah we perfect. and we absolutely could. Chuck, don't threaten us. Uh, hey, by Chuck, the way, guys, doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. You are you are all wrong though because you are the aftermash of the Max Fun Network. I'm 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 fine with that as long as it's not uh, Walter. I'm I'm okay. That was a that was just the one with radar in it, and he. I'm not familiar because uh, well, no, I'm twenty. I'm I'm like in my twenties. Chuck, you got any funny shit to say or what? Because we're bombing out here. We got the yips. Are you kidding me? Uh, how are you doing, you Chuck? How's the how's the weather down there in Atlanta? Uh, <laughs> Thanks. The weather. Uh, it's rainy, dudes. Uh, it was getting Bad, cool, and now it's rainy. Chuck, what have you been doing today, man? <laughs> Uh, Tell me about are you eating any good sandwiches or Chuck? Chuck, walk me through a life in the day of a Chuck. Well, I doesn't tell even you have to be you. Just any <laughs> any Chuck. Uh, I went shopping today for clothes, which always sucks. Oh, it's the worst. What did it's, you? Uh, what did, do you have? Like a, a I kind of have a uniform at this point. Sort yeah, of like a silly a silly t shirt and some big jeans. Yeah, or like a, bu- <laughs> a short sleeve button down. That that works good too. Or shorts, depending on the time of Just, year. Justin's actually cosplaying as Steven Universe right now, which is not a lie. That is a that is a real thing he's doing. Um, I'm doing my best out here, Chuck. What do you wear? <laughs> oh, you know me. I'm I'm old. I've given up. I'm married. I have like I'm cargo short boy, which I know is a faux pas. I'm in a way, way into cargo shorts. <laughs> way in. They're very practical. I feel like we're in the middle of, a, and I'm a survivor of it, the war on cargo shorts. There have been a lot of, I would say, mean editorials, yeah. mean think pieces. No. Mean, let's call them mean pieces about uh-huh. cargo no, shorts. Let, but let me say this, and, and you know, maybe this is out of line, but I mean this with no animosity. Are cargo shorts not the fanny packs of pants? Oh, yeah, no, it's, it's four fanny packs arranged along some short pants. You know what? You people <laughs> like to slag off cargo pants, but when you need a pack of gum or a, a, a screwdriver that we have in there, you're always happy that we have all those extra pockets. <laughs> or four beers. <laughs> four beers? Yeah. It's about a fish show. Um, what, did you, uh, what did you go with, Chuck? What was your style? What's, what's your style? What's hot for the spring? It's fall, but what's hot for next spring? <laughs> uh, pants without holes in them uh, for guys yeah. in their mid-40s. But then where do you put your legs, Chuck? <laughs> oh, that was a good joke. Our first oh. good joke of the show. Can I ask how, what you're doing, Chuck, that's so rigorous? It's getting all these holes up in your damn pants. <laughs> Not shopping for new clothes. So I, I wear things out oh, of the period of like a decade. It's just a natural Chuck erosion. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's just the natural, along the natural the, Chuck friction. Uh, along the inseam, it's worn. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Hey, Chuck, you like to go to malls? <laughs> or are you like a, or a big box kind of Are you an guy? outlet man? I'm an outlet man. I go both ways. ACDC. Uh, yeah. No, I don't go. I'm not down with the outlets. No, no. You like to go to a department store? Or what do you? what's your jam? Uh, my, jam, my jam is, uh, you know, Levi's, wherever I can find them yeah. cheap. 
Yeah, mm, a yeah, work, yeah, a working nice. man's boot cut. I was so excited because I my, this is not uh, this is not a lie. Before I came here, uh, we were on tour in the Pacific Northwest about th- uh, three weeks ago, and the packing was so tight in our suitcase that I left my jeans in a hotel room in Vancouver, <laughs> like they a tip. Like, yeah, like here are some jeans. For he, you. he left them in one of those Canadian trays. It's like. Need some pants, take some pants, have some pants, get some pants. <laughs> um, so we, nice. so I, when I, before I came, there was a, a buy one, give pair 50% off sale on Levi's at Macy's. And I, for the first time in my life, I now own two pairs of jeans. <laughs> that was also the first time in his life that Justin has thrown away a pair of pants that he didn't ruin by accidentally pooping inside of him while in the car. <laughs> God, Chuck, you're laughing, but I wish I was joking. I wish that was a joke. Oh, oh no, I'm, we we all have our uh, poopy pants stories. What some are yours, Chuck? Th- some more than others. Uh, I pooped myself in a, a big box uh, hardware store that you've heard of. <laughs> he, he he's legally prohibited from saying which one. Did, yeah. you, did you do it in protest of big box stores? Yes, I if did. If this not- were a mom and pop shop, I would not be shitting in it. <laughs> not the blue and the orange big box. Oh, I see. Oh, now, do they sell toilets? Uh, yeah. That, I, I didn't even fine. think about that. That's what I should have done. Can you done. imagine? <laughs> no, you probably not. I think you have more of a situation there. That is one rare situation when a toilet was nearby and you made the right call by shitting in your pants. Uh-huh. Not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> water, That's a pretty rare scenario. Water, water everywhere. It was torture. <laughs> they all had different flushings, and you were like, They wow. started talking to you? Shit in me, Chuck. No, shit in me. You were walking down the plumbing aisle, just like, God, if only some diligent workers had been through here and put together a whole system. <laughs> well, think- that's been enough That's been enough poop talk for the episode. I think we'll be right back with Jordan Jesse Go, a show that we're ruining in real time. Welcome back to Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> America's sweet potato. What was my shit? I'm Justin McElroy, the nickname. I'm Travis McElroy, elegant cowboy. Uh, just knocked your whole beer over. Fuck me. <laughs> oh, God. This show is... We got to wait. Go get some paper towels. You keep going, though. All right. Going. We got to wait. Justin has just spilled. Don't wait. Don't wait. Beep, 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 beep. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a breaking news update. <laughs> this is Justin spilled an entire beer on the new floor of this office building, 2015. It's. I'm looking at it now, and uh, it was an entire bottle of beer. We're looking at about seven ounces of beer on the floor. We have to let Chuck say his name and a nickname. Chuck, say your name and a nickname. You oh, need, shoot. Have you generated one? Oh, uh, Chuck Bryant, uh, meth dealer to the stars. Nice. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. Thanks. <laughs> Chuck, let me ask you this while Justin cleans up his beer. Have you ever dealt meth? Uh, only to A-list Hollywood celebrities. That's nice. my rule. You know, it's nice to draw the line somewhere. Yes. Are you sort of a middleman, or are you a uh, a creator? Are no. you a yeah? yeah. I a, make it myself, and I sell it to people like George Clooney. See, that's what I like that enterprising sort of small business mind. It's very American. Can, it's 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 super <laughs> super American. Justin back. It looks like he's got about seven paper towels. That's not going to be enough, Justin. You spilled an entire beer, and it's on the floor now. They're going to replace this carpet. Though. They are going to replace the carpet, but that's just because of what you did to it. <laughs> My God, what is going on there? Justin, I'm telling you, Chuck, Justin spilled literally an entire beer. Imagine the content, the volume of a whole bottle of beer, but then imagine that in a carpet. 
I couldn't imagine. How many ounces could that be? Uh, about 12. You ready? You jacking back in? So as I was saying, Chuck, <laughs> I can't uh, we're this at the, is, uh, <laughs> this is a show. I can't believe this is going to be released on the internet and people no, are I'll edit to it. think it's I'll great. Edit it and, I'll edit it and it's going to sound really pro quality. It's yeah. right. seamless. Good. Um, Chuck, you were just at the LA Pod Fest with us. The That's LA right. Podcast Festival. Yeah. What is that? What is, uh, what do you do to a place like that? Because there's a lot of like uh, celebs there. I get a little anxious sometimes. There's a lot of people I feel like I should be like schmoozing or networking. What do you uh you like? You like doing uh, sh- festivals like that? Uh, sure, it's fine. I actually kind of laid low for the most part. I saw you guys. We had dinner, and I met your awesome dad, which was great. He is pretty good. He's pretty top notch, as dads go. On the and dad people go on the dad spectrum. That he's, must be uh, nice. He's up there. Yeah. I wish I had a good dad. You can have our dad, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, bottom what basement basement prices. <laughs> basement prices we will low. sell you our dad. On the you team. you know basement prices. <laughs> you know sometimes you go to a person's house and say come come to my the bottom of my house. I've got a lot of really great deals. Come look at all these jeans in my basement. Oh boy. Uh, if someone tries to sell you jeans out of their basement, they've probably collected those jeans from people they've killed. Just yeah. that's just a PSA from me to you. Don't make the same mistake I did. Jeans made from human skin. Or just um, like collected from the people. You know, whatever. Um did did uh how did how did your uh how was the response to your show there, Chuck? Did you uh did you meet many uh uh regular listeners there? Or did you get many like Johnny Walkups just coming to check out your podcast. Well, I'd, I'd like to learn something today. Yeah, I'm, I'll learn something. I think it was partially uh, some people that came to see us a little bit, and then partially uh, Johnny Walkups. And I think the response was was mediocre. Nice. Okay, great. <laughs> That's about the best you can hope for, I guess. <laughs> when you guys are picking a, a topic, because you guys do do a lot of like live shows, do you pick different sorts of topic? Like, if you haven't listened to Chuck's show that he does with his buddy Josh. They uh, educate you in a subject. It takes about a half hour, and then when you walk away, you're smarter for it. Uh, and it's it's always a good listen. When you pick topics for like a live show, do you like <clears throat> get nervous about letting the energy drop too low? Or are you trying to pick something that's like going to be going to be high impact? Uh, yeah, I mean, because we cover some pretty dark stuff sometimes, so we obviously wouldn't do that live. We try to pick something that's a little more fun. We did the Rodney Dangerfield story at the Podfest, which was uh, only. The only thing that was bad about it was my Rodney Dangerfield impression. <laughs> and and Chuck, of course, we're going to need you to hit us with that pretty much immediately. Oh, boy. It's really bad. I don't know why I'd do it again. Well, here. Will this make it easier <laughs> if we do a, a Dangerfield off? Yeah. And I, cause I, you at least have some practice. I have literally never imitated we're, we're gonna Rodney come Dangerfield this cold. in my life. Cold Rodney Dangerfield. All right. So All right. someone go. Okay, Justin. I'll start first. Okay. I'll start. I'm the oldest here. <clears throat> Give me the respect I require. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to get any respect. Hey. Okay, Travis, that doesn't count as yours. Yeah, you said the same thing. Here, okay, I'm let me try a different one. Let, let me shoot from the hip. Here we go. Oh, I gotta go back to school. Fuck, that's what I was gonna say. Um, <laughs> hold on, let me try again. Think of a third thing that he did. My did ex-wife. Hey, 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 hey. Holy shit. Pretty good. Oh, I had a stroke. Yeah, apparently. Uh, that's how Rodney Dangerfield passed, Travis. That's not funny. <laughs> that's not true. All right, Chuck, we're ready. Uh, I, tell nice you, low bar. I tell you, my wife can't cook. How can toast have bones? 
Oh my god, that was great! I like that. It was uh, you had ten percent Yogi Bear in there, but I think it really worked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He did, the voice of, he did the voice of Yogi Bear. That's the key to every impression: is ten percent Yogi Bear. Mm-hmm. No matter who you're do you doing. Guys, do you guys tend to record like a bunch of episodes, knock them out all at once, or do you? Uh, Shit, that'd be smart. Yeah, no, yeah, nice, wouldn't it? We do. We do like eighteen shows in a, just a marathon session, and then we lay around for several weeks at a time. Fuck, that sounds good. Is that real? That's awesome. Not the 18 shows part, but the other part that you said. (laughs) Right. I'm way into that. Now, we record like two or three a week, uh, uh, two to four a week, and release two a week. So get a little ahead of the game, you know? You know that old Now, what's Josh like in real life? Ooh, tell me what it's... Chuck, what's it like working with Josh? (laughs) I've heard he's real mean. Is that true? No, Josh is great. Come on. Does he throw stuff a lot? I heard he throws stuff. Yes, but in a loving way. Oh, okay. Like kisses. He throws candy at you. <laughs> exactly. He throws beads. You you've been in the you've been in the education game. I think it's safe <laughs> to call it educational. I am educated by it for a while now. Are you guys like just running out of things? Do you think that you've created basically a compendium of all world knowledge and now you're just like, well, we haven't done like the most recent generation of Pokemon. That's like the only thing that we haven't <laughs> taught people about. I guess let's do that next. It's getting a little bit thin, actually, because we've done close to 800 shows now. But, uh, dudes, there's a lot out there, you know? I could do a show about you. Yeah, please you do. get a stuff you should know about the Magler Brothers, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Nobody else would. No, no, it wouldn't be a big, it wouldn't be a big hit, but, uh... Do you always, would, it, would it focus, would it focus on our physiology? <laughs> <laughs> our chemical makeup? Do you guys get people asking you, the listeners asking you to do shows about yourself and your process? Uh, no, that feels a little masturbatory. I mean, we do. I mean, I feel like that's in the background of all of our shows. Um, uh, but but it's not a, uh, a the not the core subject. We did one episode where we didn't do any advice for a whole episode, and there were riots in the streets. Yeah, it just bloviated on about ourselves. Very <laughs> early on, we got a lot of questions as to how we met. Right. Which was a very weird topic to discuss. Like, we're like real brothers, everybody. Are you serious? People really didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's not a joke. They thought it was a bit. I think people thought we were like uh, like brothers like in a tag team WWF sense. Right. Yeah, or like how you or like how you call the guys on your tennis team my brothers. Yeah, these are my these are my brothers, man. You don't well, understand you, the there bond you, we sir. Have. These are my brothers, you impugn. You guys don't really look alike, so I could see that. That's true. If we were all like, if I was skinnier though, there would be more resemblances. I think. I think I'm the broken, broken link in that broken chain. Brother. It was cool seeing all- your dad and seeing him, uh, you guys, and him. Like I enjoy I meeting parents and siblings and seeing like the resemblance. You're kind of a dad collector. I've always <laughs> said that, <Chuck>. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta catch them all, <laughs> Chuck. You've done 800 episodes. Have you ever recorded an episode and then afterwards just felt like? Man, I know I fucked something up on that one. I know, <laughs> I, know I totally. That's going in the bottom two hundred episodes. No, it's like every episode we we get stuff wrong all the time. We we're not perfect. We don't claim to be. You know, that's you guys. Pobody's perfect. Um, <laughs> but how do you deal with that? Because like your show is like an educate. Like we're gonna tell you all about a talk. Yeah. I did a whole episode of Bunker Buddies where I mispronounced the deities for voodoo. <laughs> like every oh, time. Shit. Yeah. It's it's spelled I O A or sorry, it's spelled L O A. 
See, there's your problem. But I thought it was a capital IOA every time I looked at it, so I kept calling it Iowa. But wow, you super, you super got it wrong. Yeah, you got it wrong about the Loa, most. You like get that L. wrong. You got it. Did the whole episode? <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's all right. We just you, uh, we just own it, and like uh, people like writing in and saying you got stuff wrong, and we'll read it on the show, and it's all good, you know. Wait, you're telling me people on the internet like telling you that you did something yeah, wrong? It's weird. <laughs> I think that's you, only uh, us. How'd you get? How'd you guys get started, Jeff? Uh, we were writers for the website How Stuff Works, and then um, our boss said, "Why don't you try this podcast thing?" And we went. Or actually, it was just Josh at first, and uh, with uh, like a rotating guest uh, host. And then I got in there, and we figured out like how to make them longer than five or ten minutes, and that's it. I just picture like you getting in there and there's like a manager off in the wings, like watching with a big cigar. I'm like, we've hit pay look These boys got magic. Look at the sparks. No, we were <laughs> as actually. You, as you watch the audience like come to life, like that scene in uh, that thing you do where they start playing it a little bit faster. And they're like, oh, wait, we can dance to this. Were yeah. people able to dance to your podcast, Chuck? Right away. Have you tried? Have you tried giving out information faster than maybe Josh is accustomed to? <laughs> Just start throwing it out there. Pick up the beat, like shades. Hey, do you, you guys? Know, thing you do. Do you guys have listeners that listen to you at uh, one and a half speed? Oh, all of them. Oh, I imagine all of them. At it this makes point. me. <laughs> it makes me honestly, Chuck, sick to my fucking stomach. Are you serious? <laughs> I had to record it at one and a half speed. There's, there's. Okay, li- listen, listen, listen. To this horse walks into a bar. <laughs> Bartender says, why the long face? Did you hear the pause I did there? Yeah. If you'd been listening to that at one and a half speeds, you would have thought I was a real dipshit. Because yeah. I wouldn't have left the comedy you, pause. You gotta sure. talk at point seven five speed. That's a trick. Yeah, I don't I don't understand that. I, I guess I would tell people to listen to fewer podcasts. I don't know. I, when I'm listening to podcasts I like, I like to make it last. How jam-packed yeah. is your day with awesome stuff that you can't fully enjoy a thing at its regular speed? That's like, I, I, I gotta just eat this pizza. I can't chew it. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now at 1.5 speed, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Uh, I think that's uh, finalists. You should get your entertainment. Yeah, you do want. whatever you want. It's all free, and there's zero friction. You can bounce <laughs> whenever you want. I'm, I take it back. What's the What's your favorite episode you guys have ever done? Do you have a oh, favorite? Yeah, uh, the Muppets. Oh yeah, are you, you a show about a the Muppets? Fan, I guess. No, I hate fan, the Muppets, and it was great to be able to expose them. Got- <laughs> <laughs> it was great to finally take those little felt-covered bastards down a peg. Give them what for? <laughs> Uh, uh, what about you guys? What's your favorite episode that you've ever done, or that we've ever done? No, like the, the Jack the Ripper that one. you've ever done. I like the I like the sounds you I, guys did. I like the episode we did about Jack the Ripper. <laughs> no, that wasn't one we did. Um, uh, no, I don't. The best, my favorite is one that a lot of people like because we called it Spaghetti Again, and the real ass true story of that episode is that we went over to Dad's house. And his wife, Carol, made us spaghetti, and then we ate it, and then we sat <laughs> crowded around a single mic. In just, a room that was about 140 degrees. Yeah. And just, just, just. Let it rip. Spoke nonsense. Just flipped it off. sat on a couch Damn. side by, like, we weren't even, like, at a table. We were literally like, holding a mic on our laps. Was it great? It was ridiculous. It was raw. It was raw, and it was rough, and it was wet, and it was wild. Uh-huh. Uh, when we had a good time. People, people, the, the main, like, feedback we got was, 
how high were you guys on that episode? And the answer was zero, zero high. Right. First of all, we were in West Virginia, where it's still a crime. Sure. And that means something to me. <laughs> I don't know if it means anything to anybody else, but that means something to me in court. Uh, but apparently it also means that if you eat enough spaghetti, it is the equivalent of, of taking Schedule 1 narcotics. Oh, I thought you were going to say just- comedy pills. It's basically comedy Yeah, people have proven that those two are synonymous, but <laughs> just eat spaghetti. If you're having a hard time being having, just cranking out the goose, eat some sweet pasta. Can I, <laughs> can I ask you guys about a very important topic? Please sure. Do. Yeah. yeah. What new fall shows are you watching? Oh, no, we can't do that. <laughs> what new fall TV show? Are you watching that Quantico? <laughs> I don't. I don't watch any new TV shows. What yeah, about I feel like this bit, Spot? I feel like this bit doesn't have legs. I don't. I, know mostly, I just not. want to get to talking about the grinder. Oh, okay. I, I don't want to talk. Are you really going to say you would love it? Are you going to fuck it? You realize the mics are on. Like, I talked about this. it on the Baby Geniuses that's oh, also fuck. going to go oh, today. Is, so you're basically seeding the field of the Maximum Fun <laughs> Harvest with your with your, your grinder advertising. I really like the grinder Rob Lowe, Frank Savage, Charming, Charming is Brothers. It's brother-based. Which one's better? Ooh, Fred Savage. Really? He has a better uh, comic delivery, but Rob Lowe is so damn charming. I'm not fucking doing this with you. Chuck, what, uh, you big Chuck, Chuck Rob Lowe or Fred Savage? <laughs> not. I'll take my one ear, buddy. No, Chuck. I'm going with John Mary Stamos. Fuck, Mary fuck, kill, Rob Lowe, Fred Savage, and a second Fred Savage. <laughs> Mary fuck, kill, Rob Lowe, Fred Savage, Fred Savage. Okay, I would, uh, I would marry Fred Savage 2.0. Two point yes. yes. nice. good one. choice. He's I would. Had, he's grown up a lot. <laughs> I would kill Fred Savage one for obvious That's reasons. Good. <laughs> because you you've seen the movie Multiplicity, you know how complicated <laughs> it gets with clones. About no, no, no. The obvious reason is I would want to f Rob Lowe. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good call. Okay, so I see what happened. It's it's process of elimination. Absolutely. You're going to fuck Rob Lowe. No matter what. That's happening. I think we can all agree you're going to fuck Rob Lowe. Yeah, we all are. One of the two Fred Savages got pretty panicky when he realized that Rob Lowe was in a competition. Let me hit you with this. Uh-huh. Cut Rob Lowe's brain in half. <laughs> Shuck the brains of one of the Fred Savages and put half that brain in there. You marry one half. Artistic side or logic side? Definitely the artistic side. Okay. Because I don't need art when I'm in the bed with half a brain Rob Lowe. I need just pure logic. I just, I want him to know. <laughs> you that. want him to approach sexing you like a math problem. Exactly. <laughs> Solve me be- like an equation, Rob I Lowe. I want a beautiful half a mind from Rob Lowe. Chuck, are there any TV shows you watch multiple times? <laughs> what if what if my what if my answer was just like I, I would right away I'd bank Fred Savage. I don't care about the what the other things are. You pick. Well, now you're now you're changing your your answer. Huh? <laughs> I'm just would I'm a big Wonder Years guy, so you know what I do. <laughs> I, don't I think, get, I don't think get that the, that is not a bad choice. I think Fred Savage is probably a really giving lover. <laughs> sure. Sure. I don't understand the... Let's talk about this, because I'm always curious about what teens are into. I don't, I, I don't understand the, the fuck, marry, kill game, because first of all, it's extremely violent. People have played that with us before, you know, Chuck? And yeah, on, on Tumblr, and it makes us very upset. Oh, wow. Hey, Tumblr? Hey, Tumblr? Guess what? We're watching. <laughs> is there a running score? Is there a running tally? Uh, uh no, that would be brutal. But yes, um, it's it. What I don't like about the game is it assumes that whoever you marry, that's just going to be a, a passionless, yeah, sexless marriage. 
and murderless. Yeah, assume- and you're also not going to kill them. Yeah. You're yeah. Not, yeah. There's no. Uh, it also assumes that you'll murder somebody. But I just don't. I don't get it. I just don't get it. It should be like it should be like hug, kiss, and cuddle. <laughs> hug, kiss, cuddle. All right, Chuck. Same question. Hug, kiss, cuddle. Hug, kiss, same, and talk about your same day. Same arrangement. Two savages and one low. I would do just a bed full of cuddling. No, that's not one of the a savage sandwich with low on top. With low, uh, yeah. Let me get a savage sandwich with low sauce. <laughs> Oh boy! So you like Mash or West Wing? Like, what's your favorite show? I feel like we're in the cabin at Max FunCon. That's basically it. We're taking people just—it's just a loose hang where I'm trying to get you to tell me what your favorite television show is, <laughs> and, you, and you flatly refuse. It's uh, my favorite television show is the Bad News Bears. Oh wait. That was a movie. The Bernstein Bears? <laughs> Have you heard of that Bernstein uh, confusion about how it's spelled? The Mandela Effect. I have heard effect. about this. No, ch- ch- yeah. educate me. No, 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 no. You, who, who just said the Mandela Effect? I did, but Chuck, you are the dude who teaches people things. You're literally the, the person who does shows that well, teaches people things. We've never taught a person a single thing in the uh, past six years. Well, now I can't remember, so I was hoping someone would bail me out. Is it... <laughs> Is it Bernstein? So it's stuff you should know. It's Bernstein. That's it. That's right. Is the confusion? Yeah, there is you that go. It, but that's like what the intended name is Bernstein. Everybody horrible. remembers it being Berenstein, but it was never spelled Berenstein. It was, it was Berenstein. Berenstein. It's yeah. a, you know what it actually was? The original, and it just got lost in translation. It was Borgnine. <laughs> the Ernest Borgnine bears. The Ernest Borgnine bears, and it was just some bears that did things Ernest Borgnine did. I don't know who Ernest Borgnine is or anything about him. I think he was on the single guy. I'm pretty sure he's on the single guy. Uh, Chuck, the got- doorman on the single guy, and he was. Uh, uh-huh. What else has he been in? He's been in other stuff. Are you kidding? Anyway, he won was- an Academy Award. He won an Academy he Award. Won an Academy Award for the single guy. Uh huh. Hope floats. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, we're going to move on to the next segment here when we come back on Jordan, Jesse, Go. This is the next segment <laughs> where I ask Chuck... What is fate? No, not Chuck. You have a a a, a little one now. Is that something? Yeah. You, <laughs> is, is that anything? Can we is talk that about that? No, I. Sure. I just didn't, some people don't like to talk about their families. You know, the podcasters they like to keep it. They like to keep the illusion of of being just a single dude out there on the town, <laughs> right? Like um, a single guy. When you when Berenstain Bears made me think of it. Have you? Have you? Uh, I, I know your little one's uh, uh, quite a bit littler than my little one is. You've gotten into some books, I'm assuming, right? You read read her some books, some stories. No, not yet. Just okay, so people a lot of a lot of TV so far. Yeah, oh, that's a that's a way to do it, man. A, Has she watched The Grinder? <laughs> <laughs> she loves it. She really Why responds you, yeah. to it. I get that. I, it's very family oriented. I've been reading a lot of uh, baby books lately, and I I keep getting caught up. Every time I read one, I keep getting caught up on this thought. This dude's probably making a mint. Yeah. And I bet I could do this. How do they decide who gets to write children's books is my question. Like, it doesn't seem that hard, right? It's not. I think you just I think you just do it. You just do it, and then you hope you get lucky? Is that you're buying a lottery ticket, pretty much? Well, well it's like anything. you got to, like, have connections. 
Oh, God, isn't that always how it works? Fucking Hollywood. And the key is illustrations. There's so much nepotism in, in, in children's books, you know? The, the secret is to do your own words and pictures, and then you'll... So you like West Wing or MASH? Or like, what's your fave? <laughs> Come on. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Justin, let me ask you this. If you were going to write a children's book with your, your depth of knowledge now, what would your children's book be about? Good one. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Probably something. Here's the thing, Travis. A lot of people, a lot of people, I would say, they put the book first. And then once the book takes off, they get really deep into merchandise. Mm-hmm. Right? You're thinking switch that I'm shit. thinking switch that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to craft um, like a like a toy that kids will love and then make a book series based on that toy. What are what and what kind of toy are kids into? Okay. <laughs> so it's it's uh it's squishy. Squishy. It makes good music start, and lights. Listen, okay, it's squi- okay. Hi kids, I'm squishy light bulb. <laughs> it's a yeah, it is a formless being <laughs> named Squishy Lightball. Named Squishy Lightball. He has giant eyes. Oh my god. And he eats money. He <laughs> The only thing that makes him happy is if you mail money to a very specific P.O. box. <laughs> Where is my family? I don't know. The only way I can find them is if you mail $50 of your dad's money to... Here's my here's my toy, okay? And the thing is, he's a great toy. He's stackable. Oh, shit. But, you ha- but listen, you see stackable, he comes in all the different colors, okay? And you get him, he's, you can stack him into a pyramid. He's called... A baby Ponzi, and you buy Ponzi, <laughs> okay. the adorable, fr- the adorable friend for your whole family. But you gotta get like fucking thirty of yeah, them. Yeah, you gotta get thirty of them. Oh, what if we, what if we took that idea, that Pokemon collection idea? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that hasn't really broken into the toy space yet. Um, <laughs> where you have to collect them all, but the things you're collecting are parts of this wonderful toy. But they come in little mystery boxes, so you don't know which part. Oh, I've almost got my whole doll together, Ooh. but I'm missing a torso, and the torso is a I very may, important part of the doll. Interject here. Also, they come in different, like four different colors. So, oh, like yeah. you might end up with a whole collection. Oh, but it looks so ugly. It's a mishmash of colors. Well, I think that a mishmash of colors can be beautiful, Travis, because this is, you know, America. Listen, don't put words in my mouth. But the to- the book then would be very upsetting, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. The a book about this this torsoless doll. This this homunculus. It's like the missing piece, <laughs> but the piece you're missing isn't a wedge of your circle. Right. It's your whole fucking torso. Where the soul lives. Where the soul lives. Also the heart and tummy and liver and lungs. And pancreas? And the pancreas is up in there, too. That's right, Travis. In fact, I would say the torso is basically sort of your body's house. <laughs> it's sort of like where all your, where you keep all your stuff. It's and the, the brain is the attic, where your memories go. <laughs> right, exactly. Your body's sort of your closet. And that's where you keep your coat and also your heart. And... Uh- <laughs> Chuck, you, you've uh, you guys have built quite quite the audience in your 800 episodes of podcasting. Was it weird for you when you first realized that like there were people listening, like that there was a considerable number of people listening? Was that was that an odd adjustment for you? Oh yeah, sort of. I guess. I mean, you guys are familiar. It's like uh, it's kind of neat, but we're just in a little studio together, and you guys aren't even in the same room, so it's easy to forget that, you know. When? It, how long have you guys been doing the live shows? Is that a recent thing, or you guys been doing that for a couple of years? Uh, our first shows were about a year and a half ago. So we, uh, yeah, and that's you know, it's a thing it's now. A weird transition. 
No, I think it's awesome. I mean, I'm sure you guys have had pretty good reception out there. It's great to get in front of the peeps, you know? It took us about a dozen. Just so about them. a dozen to get okay. To get what, okay to like, at it. Oh, please. To, no, it took us about a dozen to start. We took us a dozen to start resisting the urge to just take all our clothes off on stage, uh-huh. just grease ourselves up, <laughs> and just like slide through the humans yeah. in front of us. Wrestle. No, by that he means it took me like twenty shows before I stopped getting just on the edge of blackout drunk yeah. before every single one. Justin got gr- brownout drunk uh, at most of our shows, up to and including our very recent uh, uh, Midwest tour. It's very nerve-wracking. There's very a lot of scary. It's yeah. very, very scary. Up there. I think um, well, because, Chuck, you guys have – you, like, you prepare, and you're, like, ready, and you've got, like, topics. We don't do any of that. Well, it yeah. It would be so smart to do that. We have the same – in fact, we've been doing the same topic for this whole tour. So there is a comfort in that for sure. But, uh, man, you guys – y'all are so good. Uh, you need alcohol, but you don't need that much alcohol. You know what I'm we, saying? We we psych ourselves out. We were like pretty pretty much sober during our LA Podfest show and I had the yips like really bad. Yeah, Justin was I've never seen a person so convinced that the thing they were creating in real time was absolute and utter garbage. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? and Justin was in the middle of that show. I could see it in his eyes. Well, we just got spoiled, right? Because we had done a bunch of shows uh, uh, traditionally, we do a show like in the evening mm-hmm. when there are a bunch of people who've like had dinner yeah. oh, and yeah. had a few drinks. Yep. It's hard like, doing a hungry crowd because they're all just looking around. They're just looking around for food. Yeah, and everybody starts to turn into like bacon and turkey legs in front of their eyes. <laughs> yeah, have, have exactly. you guys? <laughs> that's not accurate. Have you guys done the show? Uh, the two shows in one night where the late crowd is like really rowdy. We, uh, that was like the Austin show. Yeah, the Austin show got real. That was a Christmas time show, and you know how they do down in Austin. Yeah, we did. Of, we did one of, day, Chuck. We're in New York, where we did three shows in one day. Oh my well, God. one and of Justin, us. Yeah, yeah. I did six shows because we were opening with Sawbones. Crazy. So I did. I did six podcasts in one day. That was. But the last one, I was. I was on another level. By which I mean dead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I swear there was like a fifteen minute period in the last show where I did not say a word. I was just like looking at Justin and Griffin, thinking, "Yeah, so these it guys made, are real funny." It made for a real fun show for me. Um, that is the one thing I think it would be hard to do a two person show because if I need to check out to just have a little time for me, <laughs> I feel pretty confident. We've, we've had times during our live shows where one of us has had to run off the stage to go pee. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not, that's not like a joke. That's just like a physiological demand that is sort of built into the McElroy frame. Uh, and if that happened to you, Chuck, then it would just be one of you up there. You and just then- got to pee yourself. Yeah, I think well, I can hold it for an hour and a half, even though I have a teeny tiny bladder. What cities have the greatest audiences in the world? <laughs> Dude, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland. What do you guys I'll think? I'll give you that. On Port- Portland was the Portland rowdiest. Was, Portland, listen, Portland. Seattle was great, too. Like, every everyone we've done has been just a great audience. But Portland was out of their mind. Yeah. Awesome. Have you guys done thing- D.C. yet? Not yet. We've not done DC. We're here now. Travis, why don't you get up here? 
And we'll just knock one out tonight. Look behind you. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's a door. It's a door. Yeah. I got and 6,000 miles past that door is me. I don't know much about geography. It's all just one big road, huh? The best thing about it, about like doing, and I don't know if this is every medium or not. Like, I don't know if this applies to everybody, but like when you do a podcast, people listen so much that when they come up to you, a lot of times they're like not super awkward. It is like, and it's very comforting for me because the person you just assume that everybody else you see on the street is like oh god i'm glad i don't have to talk to that person no i don't mean that it's just like our our the people who come to our shows are very rarely seem like intimidated to meet us at all which is nice because it's just like because uh, they've listened to us like talking to their ears well, for so long that's I don't, also I don't know. probably justin because the ones who are don't come up to us like Man. there's no one like uh, hurting them to us like you, you gotta I, talk to them mcelroy boys i think i got a bad sample <laughs> I need some, we should I walk can, around and just encounter people like are you intimidated by me right now hey do i scare you <laughs> it is it's weird though do you want I, me to chuck tell Jesus. me if you've ever experienced this it's really weird to like shake a bunch of hands after a show yeah and like feel like you're king shit of fuck mountain yeah and then the, like literally you cross the threshold of the theater <laughs> and no one gives a fuck like you literally like cross the boundary and like that little bubble of fame that you had just like instantly dissipates like the when you stop at mcdonald's on the way home right exactly like, yeah the 20 piece please <laughs> yeah, I went to a Taco Bell after the show in Philadelphia, and it was like, yeah, I totally know what you mean. You know, there's like whatever five or six hundred people there, like, like clamoring yeah. and yelling and screaming, and then I'm I'm like ordering freaking uh, tacos wrapped in other tacos. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, Chuck, <laughs> how oh, wait, Chuck, Chuck Bryant, have some free cinema <laughs> cinema twists on me. Is that Do you? <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Chuck, thanks for all the good times. Here's some cinema twists. <laughs> Actually, the ch- the lady who checked me out at Old Navy today was a fan, which was kind of funny. Let's oh, see, Chuck, cool. you're talking a big game, but you're worldwide at this point, getting, <laughs> free, getting free jeans and free cinema twists. Yeah. That was super duper true, though, at L.A. Podfest. We didn't even have the fake imaginary bubble of fame because there was people like real people there, like Pat Oswalt was there. Yeah. Like, we didn't even have like pretend fame. Like we real, the, real the folks. Yeah, like real folks. I met Mark Marin. Uh, what, was he? Is he nice? I would be intimidated to talk. We to We awkwardly him. walked past him. Well, he I smelled him. <laughs> oh, I smelled him good. Yeah, you're gonna. I say took it. some of him home. I took some of him home with me. I took home the home version of Mark Marin in my nose. <laughs> That's free I'm sorry, too. Chuck, you were saying. Yeah, I met him. Uh, he was walking in the hotel, and I uh, was walking out. And I said, hey, you man, whiff? It's, it, I did. And I said, hey, it's Chuck. Stuff you should know. Like- We've talked before. And he sort of just nodded and walked by. Nice. Oh, nice. He said, uh, not so fast, my man. Keep that, <laughs> keep that smell in my bubble. It smells like old leather. It is, it is very. It is very. <laughs> old weather or leather? Old, old leather with an L. I you said, no, sir. Old you weather would have been better. That smells too good, too. Mm, come back here. You smell like a rainstorm yesterday. <laughs> Mark Marin smells like yesterday's rainstorm. Mark Marin, he's yesterday's rainstorm. I saw him talk about that on TMZ. Uh, I yeah, it's it's also very hard to fight the compulsion at things like that to not identify yourself as like somebody who also has a podcast. If you're us, yeah. Oh hi, you don't know me, but I'm I'm doing a show here too. 
And then he smells you deep. <laughs> that's how us podcasters judge each other. Chuck, each other, sniff each other. Chuck, I got to tell you, that's the only reason you're here right now. It's because of your scent. You got a good I, scent, Chuck. You got a good scent, Chuck. You got a good head on your shoulders, and you put it, you put out a great product uh-huh. week on, week out. But mostly, it's just that smell. It's your musk. Not like you Baron. Like new br- you smell like new bread. <laughs> Not yesterday's rainstorm. You smell like new bread and old rain. <laughs> they kind of go hand in hand. God smell. <laughs> it's middle America right there. The real America. <laughs> right in the old, old Chuck Stormy Bread Basket Brian. <laughs> Chuck, what did you, what did you like, uh, people ask us sometimes, uh, uh, this seems like a very weird career path to have. Sure. Uh, because, because it is. Is this something you like ever thought about? What did you like? plan on and sort of like uh, 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 I, I don't know what did you envision yourself doing when you were younger oh boy well I always wanted to be a writer uh, like screenwriter and stuff so I'm still trying to do that uh, in my mid 40s which is sort of sad <laughs> but yeah I'm still chasing that but uh, yeah I mean man I, I count my lucky stars I completely fell into it ass backwards did you do like drama stuff? Were you? Did you ever do like acting and things like that? Uh, I can't remember. I took an acting class in college, but I was never that good at it, which is why my did TV any- show stunk. <laughs> did you do any? Oh, oh come, on. come on! I liked your show. Oh, did you do please. any? Did you do any plays? Any community theater plays coming up? No, man. I was. Would you be interested in doing one? Although, because we've been writing one, <laughs> we've been looking for a, a man of your description. <laughs> Someone it's who- called Our Town Two. Yeah. <laughs> So this has been another segment of Jordan, Jesse, Go. And then there's another segment coming up. So peace out. Peace out. Stay cool. Have a good summer. (laughs) TTYL. Wish we got to know each other better. Welcome back to Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Griffin McElroy, your little sweet potato. I'm Justin McElroy, America's sweet potato. Well, I'm I'm Travis McElroy, a cowboy of some sort. And I'm Chuck Bryant, meth dealer to the stars. <laughs> Sometimes on this show, we like to listen to you. And by we, I mean not us, but the other people who do this show, Jordan and Jesse. It's in the title, and we listen to you, and you tell us great things that happen to you in your life, and then we talk about it, and then that's the it's end It's called the, Momentous Occasion. It's called they, Momentous Occasion, and we're going to kick off the first one right now. Hit it, Charles. Charles is our producer. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go and guest. Uh, my name is Heather. I'm from Canada. Um, not sure if this is a momentous occasion or one of the saddest things that's ever happened to me. Um, but I decided to try online dating. So I just got a message from this guy. Uh, he said, hi, how are you? I said, good. He said, are you single? I said, yes. And then he asked me if I would come pick him up at the airport. <laughs> so, so far, this is going really well for me. <laughs> Um, wow. Yay for online wow. dating. Thanks so much, guys. That's excellent. Um, my favorite part of the story is when the guy asked if you're single. Because this is <laughs> yeah, an why online... Yeah, why would that factor into it even a little bit? Well, why? okay, wait, She's wait, on wait, an online wait, dating wait. platform. That's what I'm saying. Like, are you saying... She's on an online dating platform. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I thought that her being single was contingent on whether or not he would ask for a ride. Like, oh, you're married? Never mind. I'll take a lift. <laughs> My favorite part was when she said that she was Canadian because I know it ended with, yeah, sure, I'll pick you up at the airport. (laughs) Okay. Sure. No, I don't need money for gas. It's fine. Fine. I mean, maybe this was a – this is a busy man. Let's call him – 
Busyman. Busy. My name is Gregory Busyman, and I don't have a lot of time to waste. I've been burned before. This is an entirely hypothetical question that he asks everyone that he encounters on t- Tinder. He slides right, and he says, can you pick me up at the airport? And if they say yes, that means they've got a kind heart, and they're and ready to sacrifice. And a car. Two things that you've established <laughs> with the can you pick me up from the airport. Three things even. Kind heart. Has a car, knows where the airport is. <laughs> Inherent sense of direction or GPS? I can't tell you how many of my relationships have ended. Because it's like, hey, can you pick me up? I'm at the airport. And they go, where are you, what, is, what is even an airport? And I say, are you kidding me? It's over. Tamanda. Tamanda, it's over. You could have been Tamanda Bisman. Tamanda Bisman will never exist. It won't be you. You killed her. You go right on 16th and you drive a mile and a half on Route 71. At least she admitted it to you. What I hate is when um, a woman I'm I'm dating now uh, <laughs> <laughs> says, says, oh, yeah, I'll drive you to the airport. And then they just drive you to an abandoned field. And when you turn around to say, hey, there's no planes here, they've already, they're gone. They've they might have never been there in the first place. They left you there hasn't dead. been a driver on this road for over 40 years. Listen. If you're on OkCupid okay or Tinder or Match or eHarmony or Grinder or Grinder or Farmhouse Lovers <laughs> or J Date, you have to be so, or J Date. You got to be so careful out there. One for people who are pulling pranks, which is most of them. Most of the people there are just trying to get their rocks off doing a joke on a good person or a joke on a good person. <laughs> you got to stay. Uh, you got to stay aware. Second thing, a lot of ghosts on those platforms. A lot of ghosts on those platforms. <laughs> got to watch out for those internet ghosts. I you also got to watch out for people who are only dating you for rides to the airport. I would say you don't trust anybody until after 12 months what of if dating. You, oh, my God. What if you, But no. What if the grift goes longer than that? What if you've been married for 46 years <laughs> and it's like, babe, I can't drive anymore because of the eyes problem that I have. And it's like, well, shit. <laughs> you know, I was only using you for your Subaru <laughs> and the way that it gets me to the airport. <laughs> So now I have to learn to drive. Now I have to learn to drive. And that's going to be embarrassing because I'm 71 years old. Let's have another momentous occasion. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. This is Jason in Athens, Georgia. I was just riding my bike home from work, and I took a shortcut through the park. And I saw a guy walking what I thought was a small dog off-leash ahead of me. I got a little closer, and it turns out it was a baby pig. I was just trotting along next to the guy. When I came around to pass him, the guy said, hold up. And the pig just stopped and watched me ride by. It was great. <laughs> I love that there was, a, there was like six seconds of silence at the end of that momentous occasion <laughs> call just to give us time to really process what we've just heard. Is that a Georgia thing, Chuck? I, I went Is to school like, there. That's my college town. There are pigs everywhere. And, yeah. <laughs> There's baby pigs amok. <laughs> Can I say that I'm very disturbed by this because the pig was off leash? That's not safe. But that apparently, pig sees a trough or yeah. some kind of wallow. But it's <laughs> off. As babe, traffic. as babe pig in the city and Lil Wilbur. That wasn't the name of the, what was it? Lil, Lil Wilbur. Lil Wilbur. Lil, Lil, Lil Charlotte's magic pig. Uh, pigs can understand human English. And so you can just command them not to walk into the street. Safer Watch than out for those cars. Oh, thank God. Didn't see that. Oh, thanks. I've got little pig eyes. Didn't see those ones. <laughs> Chuck, do you got pet pig? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish. Has he seen the grinder? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Chuck, do you have any pets? Yeah, man. I got tons of pets. I got no pigs, though, huh? Two dogs, two cats, uh, and that's it. They all get I've... along pretty well together? Yeah, it's great. Cool. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I had a friend who got a, a pet baby pig uh, in Austin. Seems short-sighted. That's a, it was yeah. short-sighted. They will be the first ones to admit it was short-sighted, and they will happily admit it, because they got rid of that pig about two and a half weeks later. Because uh, pigs are adorable. I don't know if you know this about pigs. They're adorable. Oh, yeah. Got little, little, little cute little hooves, and they got a little snout. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But if you pick them up, it sounds like the devil is having a death. It sounds like the devil is dying, uh, and they scream uh, loud enough to make clouds explode in the sky. Well, let's be honest, Griffin. (laughs) Pigs epigenetically uh, have probably passed on the fact that Pigs don't have a great history of getting picked up. They, and what happens after yeah, that? They know what that means. Statistically, how rarely does that end with? We picked him up and gave him awesome stuff. Yeah. yeah. We, we picked him up so he could reach some garbage on a tree. Like, <laughs> so he could see the parade. Right. Never. Never happens. <laughs> Put him on my shoulders. Good on good on this momentous occasion submitter, though, for having a good head on their shoulders. Sounds like they really hit that break in time. Because I don't think it would be a momentous occasion if you called in. It was like, hey, I fucking killed a pig today. <laughs> I hit a pig with my... Was it a bike or a car? Either way, a pig's a gonzo. Uh, I will say, what I like, what I love about this momentous occasion is the implication that like you find joy in the things in life that you see. Because like seeing a baby pig walking down the street it's pretty great but for you to be like you know what this is fucking momentous i like i like that joy in the simple things like a baby pig off leash how about another one here we go one more hello jordan jesse and nearly inevitable guest this is dave in sycamore illinois and i'm calling to report a momentous occasion i just saw an ice cream truck drive by and on the side of the ice cream truck it said play in the chime ain't no crime i thought you'd enjoy that bye-bye you thought right. Circle is, circle is takes that the a square. Debate? Uh uh where was this Illinois, did he say? Apparently it was in the Footloose town. Um I can't believe the chime would be a crime. I get it. Actually, you know what? I'm actually on team chime crime because kids hear that sound and they can't control what happens next. <laughs> they're going to get out. They're going to chase that sound as quickly and as irresponsibly as they possibly can trying to get that sweet cold cream. There's a, the major crime is that there's an ice cream truck near my house and it doesn't go by my house. So I don't think it should legally be able to play its chimes with an earshot of me if it's not going to come to my door. I think it'd be really funny to just play that chime from a regular car. Oh, God, it'd be choice. Yeah, there's a name for people like that, Travis. <laughs> um, they're, they're uh, what, like the, funny people? Pranksters. The, pranksters. Prankster voice. The one that drives around my house is called Big Worm. That's It says that oh, on the no. side. It says Big Worm. Um, here's a fun story about ice cream. Once me and my family were staying in Vera Beach, Florida at a friend's cabin on the lake, and we were doing some fishing on the lake, and we heard that sweet chime. And I said, trying to get that, me some of that sweet cold cream. And everybody else was like, yup. And so we all rushed out to the truck, and we got five servings of sweet cold cream. I got mine. It was in the shape of Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I took him right back to the dock of the bay. I was sitting on there doing some fishing, trying to catch me a big catfish to feed my family that night. Dropped my damn ice cream right in the lake, didn't I? And I looked around. Like, older brothers? Older brothers? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone got my back? What if you wanted to jump in and get it and eat it? No, I thought they might give me a piece of their sweet cream. Chuck? Chuck? No lie? No shit? 
Not a taste of cream in my mouth that night. <laughs> Shut up. No sweet cream? But no. We did have that delicious catfish fry. No sharesies. Yeah, I still caught a catfish. I did my job. I caught a catfish, fried it upright. But no cream was had by the youngest that night. Not by my brothers or my mom or dad. They're like, sorry, son. You're learning. We a taught question. you a tough lesson, Griffin. It hardened you into the man you Here's are today. a serious question. As I watched Donatello dissolve <laughs> in the catfish infested muddy waters below, I cried myself to sleep that night, Chuck. With an empty, creamless belly. This sounds like a, this sounds like an episode of Naked and Afraid. Sounds like the that sounds like the children's book I'm gonna write, which is called Sometimes Your Family Doesn't Come Through for You. Colon Unsolved no sweet cream. Crime. Yeah. Griffin, serious question. Have you ever done that again? No, I've never dropped a Donatello-shaped ice cream in a lake again. I guess you learned your lesson, huh? I did learn my lesson. I guess mission accomplished. Oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump to a break real quick, and we're come back with the final conclusion, and when we're gonna resolve the stuff that happened in the who B gets block. the rose, who all, gets the rose in this episode? All secrets revealed. And thanks for listening to Jordan. <laughs> Jesse and the Mask Magician. Jordan Jesse Mask Magician. Go. <laughs> You're listening to Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Griffin McRoy, America's sweet potato. I'm Justin McRoy. Nickname hit it. Nickname hit it. I'm Travis McRoy, cowboy of the millennium. And I'm Chuck Bryant, guest person and meth dealer to the stars. Chuck, is this what you always dreamed it would be like? <laughs> you know what? I just feel really bad for the people who like wrote in and finally got their momentous occasion read on the air. But it was like they clearly addressing Jordan and Jesse and then we get on. I, I don't feel bad for them at all. This show is like a misprinted penny, right? Like it's not the penny that you usually get when you buy it's a It's not 99. the penny you deserve. What's it's a, not the penny. Well, maybe it is. What, 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 what's it's, misprinted? How does this? Has it got like Huey Newton on it? <laughs> no, it's like it's like you it, could listen it to says twenty one eighty five. Oh. You can listen to like a, a bajillion shows with Jordan and Jesse, but like we're like the rare chase episode that had a that has none of those guys on. We're it. the hologram Blastoise <laughs> of Jordan Jesse Go. Except it doesn't say Blastoise; it says Blurstoise, and that that I'm saying that that irregularity is what's going to make this episode so valuable. Save this one. Put it put it in your in your safe at home. Chuck, what do you want to promote? Well, let me ask you this. What's your favorite TV show? And also, what do you want to promote? And also, and also fuck Mill Car- Kill Mary. Fuck Mill Carrie. You have to mill one of <laughs> them in your Carrie. pestle. You have to you milk someone. You are going to mill down Fred Savage and turn cook him into bread. Justin has taken his earbud out. He's done. Wow. <laughs> if you had to mill down, stop laughing. That's a serious question. <laughs> We're, you have to literally put Fred Savage into a grinder. <laughs> Not the TV show grinder. Mix him with water and a little bit of cornstarch and cook him right into bread. A loaf of savage. A loaf of savage and no low sauce. <laughs> Good God. So, uh, you more of a scrubs guy or wigs? <laughs> What's your jam? I can't, uh, I can't help. What do you want to plug? Plug something, Chuck. What? Do, what do people? How can people find more Chuck? <laughs> I have the church giggles. Uh, I, I'm, I'm plugging stuff you should know. That's why I'm here, guys. Just to plug you, stuff uh, you should know. It, you, you guys got any shows coming up? 
Yeah, we're actually uh, hitting the road on Monday. Oh, shit. Any tickets available for that? Where are you going? Tons of tickets available. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, Chuck. You got to say like a few. No, no. There's lots. Detroit, Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, and Pittsburgh. Nice. We've done most of those. Where are you doing in Chicago? Uh, Anthinium? Nice. Yeah, that's 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 where we did our show. That's a beautiful spot. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Where can people like go to get tickets? SYSKLive.com. Oh, by the way, I was on One Bad Mother this week, so I'm like, I'm putting my stank all over Max Fun this week. Chuck, you should have told us that at the top. There's only one thing that's on every episode of Max Fun this week, and it's promos for the grinder. Uh. Unpaid grinder promos. (laughs) Chuck, you're all, Chuck, you're all used up for the Max Fun family. I'm sloppy seconds. You're you're a wrung out comedy towel. <laughs> That's what no, I feel I'm like. Just kidding. You've been wonderful. Yeah. Big thanks to Chuck the Husk Bryant Man. For, uh, <laughs> for doing his best despite being 100% depleted. You guys are the best. You're the best. I, have we done an okay episode of Jordan Jesse Go? I've listened to a lot of Jordan Jesse Go, and it seems like maybe an unconventional. Uh, installment in the franchise. We were never going to be able to capture their spirit. I guess that's probably true. But I've tried. Oh, we tried our damnedest. No, I mean, I have a dream catcher. I'm trying to capture their spirit 24-7. Oh, I see. <laughs> I would like to contain them in some kind of magical container, like a dream box or dream catcher, dream bowl, uh, something. If you if you didn't totally hate this and you made it to the end, which is a statistical improbability, uh, we have... Uh, uh, several shows on the Max Fun Network. There's My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's an advice show the three of us do. There's Adventure Zone that we play D&D with our dad. I do a uh, medical history podcast with my wife called uh, Sawbones on the Maximum Fun Network. Uh, and uh, you can catch Travis with uh, his friend Andy on the show Bunker Buddies where they talk about uh, fun apocalypse scenarios. I also produce Can I Pet Your Dog yes. and Baby Geniuses on Max Fun as well. I'm doing a new show on Maximum Fun. This is this counts as the official announcement. Of it. And it's called Stuff You Shouldn't Know. And what it is is Eldritch Secrets of the Dark Down Below Gods. The one that are below our feet and they secretly control the government and the media. And, um, and if you listen to this and you're like, oh god, I miss Jordan and Jesse. Uh, Jesse, you can tune in over My Brother, My Brother and Me. And here, Jesse and Rhea Butcher and Dave Holmes over there. That Where did sucks. Jordan end up? That's no one's better. ever going to want to listen to our show again. I know. It's bad. Not because they did a, such a good job. Not because they heard it. No, then, yeah. Yeah, we're, definitely. We're, yeah, because we're you did Jordan this. Jordan is somewhere law. I think he's just spiraling through the Max Funiverse. <laughs> if you actually listen to all of the shows at the same time, you can hear Jordan's performance. <laughs> he's a ghost, he's a in, ghost the in the machine. He's become unstuck in time. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. Um Chuck, thank you for joining us. It was a treat. I love you guys. I love you too, Chuck. Very much so. That's nice. Uh, And that's going to do it. Thank you all for listening to Jordan Jesse Go. Take a little time for the kids within you. Come on, fat child, let me try to play it. I am a kid, and these are the kids, and all of us are kids, and young Give a little child for the child and child, and give it a little child, and the child don't win. Don't be afraid of the kids, they're coming. Here come the kids, and they're fighting. Tell me you recorded that. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.